people usually only post the good things about their lives, the highlights about their lives. And once I stopped using social media for a bit, I was able to be present and to be in the moment. And that was something that I was definitely avoiding because I was I was on my phone constantly. I was looking, I was looking at people on a Saturday night while I was out on a Saturday night. Welcome to Persister with Candace Lowry. I am Candace Lowry. What is a persister? A persister is a little play on words of nevertheless she persisted, but also a woman who has truly broken through that glass ceiling and has really forged a path and a name for herself in whatever business she's in. Persister with Candace Lowry is a Castbox original produced alongside Studio 71. Castbox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all of your favorite podcasts. You can listen to Persister with Candace Lowry wherever you get your podcasts, but I hope you'll give Castbox a shot because I think it's the best. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Persister. My name is Candace Lowry, um, and welcome back. As you can hear, as you can see, I'm by myself today. I recently moved to Seattle officially, and I got my apartment. Uh, so if you're watching this, I am sitting in an empty room with everything but a bed. So apologies if my audio is a little weird. But I wanted to talk about something super awesome, which is New Year's resolutions. And I know everybody's always like, "Ugh, I just want to lose weight or I'm going to not cuss this year. But these are the top 10 New Year's resolutions you should keep to bringing out your inner lady boss. And I say that because it's important to not only just focus on one random thing, but to really grow in your New Year's resolutions. And it always feels like the new year, new year, new me, you know? So these are all habits that you can easily pick up. And it's everything from financial development to personal development to social development. So this is really all in all just being your own boss ass bitch, but also growing your confidence, your happiness, and your business life. So let's start with number one, and this falls under the financial development category, and that is to max out your 401k. I know you're probably like, but I'm 12, I can't do that. But if you have the ability, you should always be focusing on maxing out your 401k. Now, for most of us listening, that's about $18,000 a year. And that sounds like a huge amount of money. And for some people, it really is. But everything, remember, everything that goes into your 401k is pre-tax. And you're actually really setting that aside for something important down the road and to live your best life, honestly. And I know that 18k sounds super daunting and it's super scary and I get that. But it's something to look towards working towards. So you know what? Let's say that the only amount you can put in your 401k is 5k this year, and that's the maxed out. At least you maxed out for yourself, and 
my parents always growing up told me to save, save, save. And I'm like a big spender. But as time's gone on and I've been having like midlife crises, I realized that one day I'm not going to be able to work and I need money. <laughs> so I would say that it's very important. And while we're on the topic, if your company 401k matches, even if it's like 2%, that's literally free money coming your way uh, every year, every paycheck. So be sure to take So be sure to take advantage of your 401k matching and it actually adds up pretty quickly and then you have to just remember like your company is partly paying you to be there and be with them and this is money that goes untouched and it's something that you'll be happy to have when you get old and gray. So moving on to number two, this is again under savings and you're probably like, Candice, didn't you already talk about savings like what's the deal here this is a separate savings this is a savings account for all emergencies and any unseen possible circumstances now of course you can't you know save in a year up for like a huge ass surgery or something but these are little things like you need to get your car fixed you um have to go to a bunch of doctor's appointments you have to get your teeth filled Because honestly, side note, uh, a lot of dental coverage is not good. It only covers like 10%. So that's all I'm saying here. Um, But try to aim to put aside 15% of your paycheck. And, you know, it's $15 for every... (laughs) Sorry. It's $15. Dollars for every hundred dollars, so it's really, really, really not that much. It's just a couple of lattes a week, and it's just nice to find yourself financially stable in a pickle. And at the end of the year, if you don't spend it, you can choose to spend it on something or keep saving it. So it's not a guaranteed thing that you're going to spend this on emergencies. Number three. We're halfway through financial development here. Look, I'm just saying you should ask for a raise. And let me say a precursor here that you can't just start a job on day one and ask for a raise. This is, you've been working your ass off. You've been working really hard and you just want that money. You earned it. You deserve it. And this also helps with personal development and being confident in yourself. And a lot of women in business have a harder time actually asking for raises than men uh, because we don't want to come off as being bitchy, standoffish. I get it. And this is something that you should prep for. It also helps with negotiation skills and social skills down the line. And it's all about just being honest And when people prep to ask for raises, sometimes they forget just everything that they've actually accomplished. So, you know, write down a couple things that you're really, really proud of. Um, Write down ways that you've grown and things that you've just accomplished for the company overall. Because honestly, if you're killing it out there, they're not going to want to lose you. And I'm not saying to go ask for like a 20% raise, but hey, if you think you're not being paid properly or you deserve some more, 
there's no shame in asking for a raise. And like we talked about with Erin LaRosa, she said, what's the worst they say? No. Okay. Then they know that you want a raise. And, uh, you know, there's no harm in that. So number four is this is a little something that I have done and it's actually really paid off and it's hard. And this is organized coffee with a superior that like scares the pants off you. I If it's a lady boss, if it's some like classy old woman that lives down the street, but you just want to know more about her and be like her, just ask them out for coffee. I mean, if you want to do it as a date, sure. But <laughs> I mean, they're probably going to say yes and you can probably learn a lot. I just wouldn't be kissing their ass the whole time. But what I'm saying is that there's a lot you can learn from talking to people that you look up to, that you know have success, that you know have accomplished things in life that you want to accomplish. So I would say face a fear and just ask a lady boss out to lunch or ask her out to have a coffee. There's no harm in that. All right. Number five, we're getting into personal development. I wish I had like a little sound effect that was like personal development. (laughs) But this is something that I have actually grown to tell Jack as we've been moving to Seattle. Um, And it kind of started out in... um, middle school there was this girl I went to a private Christian school I know right (laughs) um and I remember we had like this little prayer wall that you could basically put up if you had a friend who was sick or um you you oh my god sorry there was someone in the reflection and it's so scary um so there was a prayer wall and you could say like please help my grandpa or thanks for my friends and people always focused on the negatives and this girl raised her hand one day and she was like my mom says it's not a real prayer if you put um sorry wait she goes my mom says it's not a real prayer unless you put two positives for every negative so I have kind of turned that into a life thing now when I'm going through something hard or a big transition or I'm complaining a lot. Um, I now try to do two positive things for every negative thing in my life. And it's actually been very helpful. And every time we have had a problem or it's been really hard on us to move or we've just really had it up to here with Posey, I just always go, remember, two positives for every negative. And I think that that has really helped. And I challenge you to do the same every time you complain, like even the smallest things. I'm just kidding. But (laughs) um, and I think Going back to personal development in this section, it's just sometimes we are focusing so much on our careers or people around us that we just don't take time to treat ourselves, you know, and to grow. And I remember I was 
terrified when I first got here because I knew zero people basically and I was kind of forced to do things that I loved and kind of figure out what I liked. Like when people ask you when people ask you what do you like to do and like I just thought wow I like to watch TV. Like, I need some new hobbies. I need some cool shit in my life. And I need to, uh, you know, do something for me. So now I've started to do all these fun activities. And I think that it made me realize how important personal development is and how much I need to focus on it. And look, I get it. We're A lot of us are millennials. We hate talking to people in real life. It might sound like a trope, but for me, it's real. Like, I hate talking to people. I love just silent Ubers, but I forced myself to reach out to new people and talk to strangers, and I've learned so much, not only about myself, but about people's lifestyles and journeys, and it's been really fun, actually. But I want to get a little more into personal development right when we come back. Okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Persister. So to recap, in case you totally lost where we were, we are doing, I guess I'm doing, well, you can join me if you'd like, the top 10 New Year's resolution to bringing out your inner lady boss and badass and boss ass bitch and everything with ass and bitch. (laughs) I'm just kidding bitch ass oh my god oh i'm deliriously tired (laughs) um so we talked a little about making positivity a bigger thing in your life for every negative because it's very easy to complain um and i i will admit i've had a problem with that too but another big thing that has changed for me is This year was a lot of challenges for my body, for my health, for looking good, for feeling good. But there was also, I think no matter what size you are, there is always pressure to look better and to be a certain body type. And I remember that I didn't really fall. I mean, I still don't really fall into any specific category like I'm not super skinny I'm not plus size I'm not petite I'm just kind of like boring and average but um I think as an influencer and seeing I mean even just as a consumer and seeing influencers and how much people use photoshop and manipulate their looks online it gets to you like I don't care how confident you are. I think there's a point where you look at this and you're like, oh my God, like I need to eat this certain way or I need to change this about me or I need uh, some sort of filler or something. And it really started to emotionally damage me. And I realized that um, what I needed to do was focus on how I felt and not how I looked and Every time I try to look a certain way, I end up being miserable, like when it's not for myself, when I think other people will like it. It's like wearing sky high stilettos, like you're miserable, but you think everybody's going to like it and you got to look good. I mean, some stilettos are nice. I get it. But I mean, it's almost like that situation where 
you just feel so much better when you're comfortable and you're confident in yourself and you're wearing what you love, you're feeling healthy, you're feeling good. And, you know, I think a lot of people forget sometimes there's a big difference between how healthy you are in the inside versus how healthy you look on the outside and analyzing the way you eat, not in a diet sense, but in a way of, am I nourishing my body? Am I doing everything I can to be the best person I can be? And it was that time and those kind of diets where I felt the best because I was enjoying what I was eating. I was enjoying what I was cooking. And I think sometimes, especially with this day and age, we just get so caught up in the way we look and the way we appear to people and how our lifestyles appear. So it's all about how you feel and not how you look. And this is a new personal development uh, um, resolution I'll give you. It's number seven, in case you need to keep count here. Um, Number seven is to travel somewhere alone. Now, I'll give a little precursor here or a warning is that I'm not saying like go to Europe and get stolen and go to a scary place and be in a high risk area by yourself. (laughs) I'm saying just go on a trip alone. And if you've never done that before, it's absolutely terrifying and you feel like a loser, but it's also amazing because who doesn't love just being alone sometimes and not having to deal with people. But I've experienced this this year with Seattle. I had only visited twice, once for an actual trip and then one time for the interview. So I was absolutely terrified, but I came to a point of realization of like, when am I ever going to be able to just start a new job and move somewhere new and just be able to do that. And that's when I wanted to take advantage of the situation and just turn it into a positive. And I think traveling alone, you learn so much about yourself and the best ones out there are like these crazy meditative yoga retreats where some of them you can't even talk to other people and you're just stuck with your thoughts and you like don't have electricity but you learn a lot about yourself and you know when you travel alone i advise you to go to at least one museum and just one like cozy coffee shop and just sit there and people watch and then one of my other favorite things to do like I just said is people watch go to like the most touristy spot and just eavesdrop conversations and just listen to how crazy some people are and how funny tourists can be and then you know come home order in some Postmates and take a bath. Like that sounds like an ideal vacation to me. And you really will just stop and be able to listen to your own thoughts. And I think sometimes we are so afraid to be alone that we miss out on opportunities like this. Now that I've said my 
I feel like that was a very hippie spiel to just like reveal your inner self. (laughs) But um, finally, the section I want to talk about is social development. And it's like that sparkly thing again. So we talked about financial development, personal development, and social development. And this is something, I don't know, something important that I, I think we often forget because it's very easily it because it's very easy to be socially awkward these days <laughs> that i think it's always good to work on your social skills no matter how outgoing or awesome with conversation you think you are so i will say this is number 8 and i will say to take a social media break. I strongly urge you to take a social media break. It's so liberating. It's so nice. And it just cuts out all that excess noise that you don't need in your life. Like, do do you really need to know Karen got a new puppy or that Sharon is doing or how Cindy is getting engaged or how all these different people are at a party without you and then you just get FOMO even though you probably wouldn't have gone to that party. Like, social media can be really bad for you sometimes. There are incredible things that come out of social media. There are beautiful stories. There are wonderful reunions. People have found lost dogs that got like swept away in a wave. But it can also be really damaging on not only how you feel about yourself, but how you value yourself. And I think that a lot of people, I mean, just in my life, when they lose Instagram followers, it's like they lose a part of their self-worth. And I started to feel that way. And it really was almost shocking when I realized what I was doing. I'm like, why do I care how many random people click a heart on an Instagram of mine? Or like, why do I care that this one person who I haven't talked to since eighth grade sees that I got my nails done, you know? And it's very easy to compare yourself to people constantly. And I think a big thing that we often forget is that People usually only post the good things about their lives, the highlights about their lives. And once I stopped using social media for a bit, I was able to be present and to be in the moment. And that was something that I was definitely avoiding because I was I was on my phone constantly. I was looking I was looking at people on a Saturday night while I was out on a Saturday night like I should be enjoying my night and enjoying my youth, honestly. I mean, it just time goes by too fast to stay on your phones. And it also helps you sleep better. It kind of helps you with phone habits. It's really just all in all good to do a mini digital detox. And that's just logging out of your accounts temporarily and then coming back. And you'll realize... And you'll realize that you really didn't miss that much and that you 
enjoyed your life and you felt like you could slow down and just be in the moment without having to have some sort of picture perfect Instagram that people were going to care about for two seconds and then move on with their lives, you know? And I think it's never okay to measure your self-worth in likes or dislikes or comments and, you know, focus on those people that are around you. But also like and subscribe to my channel. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Number nine is... Oh. Oh, this is a great one. It's kind of social, I guess. It's like very um, organizational based. I don't know. So this is for everything you buy, throw out or donate one old thing. And... This is kind of inspired by the Marie Kondo. Is that her name? Yes. Marie Kondo? Yes. That's her name. I knew it. Um, this is kind of in the vein of Marie Kondo in that pick up something and say, does this give you joy? Or does it give you joy enough to throw away just a couple of things? <laughs> and um, It also comes down to analyzing why you're buying things, why you're purchasing things. Is this just so you can wear it one time to impress someone or is it something that you really love and you really enjoy? And it it not only helps you really see the value in things a little bit more, but it also helps with organization. And if I have learned one thing in the past few weeks, it's that the tidiness of your apartment or space or house really affects your mood. And I have been living out of a suitcase and having stuff everywhere. And I just wanted to be organized. And being able to put something away, thank it for their service, and have something new is a really great feeling because you can not only just give away things and give to charity, but you can also just declutter your life, declutter your soul and and get, you know, a whole new wardrobe, a whole new look on things. I think sometimes we're so afraid to let things go. And this kind of helps you learn the art of releasing. <laughs> and finally, number 10, drum roll please. I don't know if if I mean, I guess this is the hardest one. <laughs> I will tell you right now, this will be the hardest one now that I think about it. So number 10 is say yes to every social ask. Unless you already have something planned that you said yes to, or if there's some emergency, if you're really sick, you get what I mean. And I am going to admit I stole this from my brother. <laughs> he did this in 2018 and he said that it completely changed who he was as a person socially. It pushed him to try new things, to be open to things, and to really get to know people. And I love sitting at home on Netflix doing nothing as much as the next person. And you know what? I'll be honest. I say yes to things all the time and then just end up feeling like I just, ugh, I don't want to go. <laughs> and I want to try to do this. So I urge you guys to do this with me, which is to just say yes to social things. Even if that one random weird person asks you to go 
LARPing or something, go do it. You know, it could be really fun. You could learn a whole new hobby that you love. You could learn so much about people and it gets you out and it gets you going. And I know that, um, you know, with people like me who've had anxiety or depression, it's so important that you go out and do. And this should be the year where you realize, you know, you're not young forever. And you want to look back and be like, oh my God, I did some stupid shit in 2019. I also did amazing things. I was financially responsible. I asked for a raise. I made a lot of positives out of negatives. And I said yes to social asks. And it can be a life-changing thing when you just do small little changes. And you just make these little adjustments to your life. And I know that these 10 things might not sound that cool, but I think they could be really helpful. And I think any victory is a victory. And even if you choose to do one or two of these, you at least did more than the average listener. (laughs) So I am happy with that. Um, But I'm going to give you the top 10 one more time. So if anyone wants to write it down or refer to this moment, um, number one is max out your 401k if you can and do 401k matching if you're not already. Number two is set aside 15 to 20% of your paycheck for savings. Number three is ask for a raise if you've put in the work. (laughs) Number Four is ask someone to coffee who's a superior of yours that scares you. Number five is for every negative you make, make two positives out of it. Or every complaint you have, say two words of praise. Number six is focus on how you feel and not how you look. Number seven is travel somewhere alone. Number eight is take a social media break. Number nine is for everything new you buy, throw out or donate one or two old things. And number 10 is say yes to every social ask that you have this year. And I challenge you guys to these. I really hope that they were helpful or they soon will be. And um, yeah, I hope you guys have a wonderful 2019 and uh, it's not a dumpster fire. And I will talk to you guys next week, I guess, if you guys want to come back. Um, But thank you, guys. I'll catch you on the flip side. Happy New Year. Be financially responsible. Don't do drugs. Bye. (laughs)